It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out, it's trash day. Putting you out of my mind. It's trash day, I'm putting you out, it's trash day. I'm putting you out, trash day, I'm putting you out of my mind. Now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up, now I'm gonna clean up the house. Taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage, taking all your garbage out. It's trash day. How do you think we feel? How does a rainbow feel? How did Stretch Armstrong feel when he landed on the moon? How do people feel when they listen to the Can Crushers podcast? Wonderful! What? That was probably the best segment of Extreme Rules. We'll get there. But them winning it and saying that, Paul, that was awesome. The B team was on fire. They're still on fire. They, they're dancing all over everywhere. Like I said, we'll get to that in a little bit. I mean, let's open up with our stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mark Martinez, Paul Bullers, welcome to Can Crushers. Uh, hope everybody had a great weekend. I don't know if you've seen the photo. Ethan had a great weekend dancing at the Pirate Game doing... Something from Fortnite, I guess. I don't know, whatever. But check that out. Check that out. That's on Facebook. It's great. He got on national TV. He's pumped. <laughs> uh, whirlwind weekend for me. Uh, IWC recap, real quick. Bruce Pritchard opened the night by promising a ton of surprises, and the first thing was big um, Shane Taylor against Team Storm, and he defeated Jackson Argos and RC Dupree. Uh, good match. Shane just crushed them, though, in the get, and it was over. Next match was Gory against Ophelia. Uh, Gory won. Great athleticism in that match. Uh, a lot of storytelling, but, you know, Gory just says he's getting a super indie title back, more or less. Katie Arquette uh, versus Honey Badger. You saw both of them. It rise. Uh, Katie Arquette picks up the victory over the Honey Badger. Uh, Honey Badger, I hope she stays around. She is vicious. She really is. Next up was half of your main event, Jack Pollock against the owner, Justin Plummer. Plummer wins. Uh, Pollock has to retire. Pollock wins. He gets a number one. Uh, he becomes the number one contender for the IWC championship and gets a match. Tables, ladders, chairs. Oh, my. Tacks, uh, kendo sticks. And Plummer took them all. Well, I mean, it's not all the time that you get to beat up your boss. But if you're going to beat up your boss, you better do it the right way. And he did. He did. Plummer looked rough when he left. Pollock knew number one contender. The Koger brothers defeated Keith Hott and Dan Hooven. That match is just starting. You know, that feud's just starting. So more to come on that in the months. Uh... Sam Adonis won his match. That's actually Corey Graves' brother. He was in town. And Marshall Gambino against Ginger in the dog collar match. Kind of a rough match, Paul. You know, Ginger being a girl. Marshall Gambino probably as big as you are. Um, it didn't turn out that they really fought. <laughs> it really didn't. Flex Chess Flexer came out and actually put the dog collar on. And it ended up being a no contest, and it's going to be a cage match next month. Uh, next was the finale. Andrew Palace in the main event. At first, they defeated Team Labar, which means all the titles then had changed hands. Tag team title and heavyweight championship. But Bruce Pritchard is not a fan's man. He comes and says, 
I didn't like that tag and restarts the match and Team Labar then keeps their titles and Pritchard shakes hands with Team Labar and then he announces he's got one more surprise as the returning jock Samson lays out Andrew Palace with a cowbell in the middle of the ring. Fans did not go home happy IWC this past weekend. How can you say that uh, Bruce Pritchard isn't the fans, man? He's brother love, man. He is. He Yeah, he was. I love you, but let me tell you, he just did not go over an IWC. Well, it sounds like you had a great weekend with wrestling and at a baseball game. I mean, you were busy this weekend. We, we were all over the Back and forth to Pittsburgh in less than 24 hours. Uh, I'm glad the lonely fifth grader that you used to be got to see your best friend again. And that was a very good episode. I'm sorry that I wasn't there. I was playing football. I was representing the Dubois area Mountain Lions in a Moshanna Valley Vikings jersey because the guy, I gave my away jersey away. It was ripped and torn and tattered and the guy wanted it. So I gave it to him. And then he didn't bring it back for me, so I had to wear a Vikings jersey. That's oh. like wearing an Eagles jersey for you, isn't it? No, it was definitely like wearing it itched. I have a rash. It's horrible. Um, but it was a good game of football. It was a pretty one-sided event, but everybody came out to play. There was hard hits. There was fast runs. There was great catches. And we all did, and we did it as a memorial for Rob Murano. And, I mean, it was nice to be a part of that. It was an honor to be a part of it, actually. That sounds awesome. It really does. And I'm glad you're still in one piece. (laughs) Just barely. I'm still limping through a little bit, and it's Wednesday. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, Quick, real I was running. In between work and the podcast, we don't have much time. I forgot a towel downstairs, so I'm running down to my boxers, and I, I hope Kelly doesn't listen to this episode. I slid down, like, the last six steps. The dog's looking at me like, what the hell's going on? And you're looking at the dog like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> right. So nonetheless, it's uh, it's going to be time for a beer real quick. What I'm excited about real quick about Rise, big announcement. Uh, we hit the first six episodes when we were in Pittsburgh. Today starts episode number seven about stuff that we didn't see. So, again, if you have not subscribed to the Rise um, On Demand, it's $4.99 a month. Go to Ascent.com, get it, it's worth it. You know what, Mark? It's a half an hour a week, that's it. it. They're great matches. I think we should drink a beer to that. I'm on. And the beer this week is Magic Hat, it's Circus Boy. It's a Heffenweiser. The Heffenweiser. All right. Uh, from Burlington, Vermont. It started in 1994. Uh, it's been bought by Pyramid Brewing Company in 2008. And then that expanded to 129 employees. And then again, it was bought in 2012 by North American Brewers. Uh, what do you think of it, Mark? I haven't even taken a drink because I was too busy talking about the beer. And I'm half gone. It is... It's citrusy. There's a nice blend of citrus and it's light. It's crisp again. I'm glad we're not going heavy the last couple weeks. Uh, had a lot of beers weekend, so still recouping from that. But this is a good beer. It's a nice going out and playing uh, 18 holes of golf, 
having a 12-pack of this with you. It is a nice beer. I, I like this. I, I will give you that. I can play some golf and drink this beer, I can, but I can play, drink beer and play golf all the time. That does, It doesn't matter what beer I have. As long as I'm drinking beer. But it's not a heavy one. No, it's it's actually a nice outdoor beer. It's very it's very clean. It is. It really is. The, the back of the bottle, you know, it's an American Heffenweiser. Swings among the bubbles, creating mystery haze. Just below the surface of his light malt body lies mischievous additions, lemongrass, and a subtle citrusy finish i'm getting to know these beers just by tasting it you didn't even read the back before you said all of that i didn't oh we need a break send it off a ranger station i'd like to report a bear hug okay i put out my campfire and smoky bear hugged me so you drowned the fire you stirred it drowned it again and felt that it was cold uh-huh yeah, but he's just letting you know you did good. Bear hug from Smokey Bear. Status update. I'm going to let you go now. There are many ways to start a fire, but one sure way to put it out. Learn how you can do your part at SmokeyBear.com. Sponsored by the U.S. Forest Service Ad Council and your state forester. It's time to get extreme on Can Crushers as we look at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Oh, I... Already know how this is going to go because I brought the beers. Yeah, just to recap that real quick. I had seven wins. The professor of belts, Jason Reside, had seven wins. I didn't write all Johns down because we were just living in the past on Saturday. So, plus we wouldn't have got beer if you would have lost anyway. Oh, I'm telling you, I already knew that you guys were living in the past. Hearing you giggle like schoolgirls on the podcast. Well, it was nice to hear, though. It was, very, it was a good podcast. That, that's just going to open it up for more roundtables. That's what I want in the, in the long haul. And you only had five wins, so great beer. Great beer. So we're going to start off on the kickoff show. Almost defeated Sin Cara. I didn't see it because I was just getting back from Pittsburgh. I didn't watch it because it was a SmackDown match. Giant Sin Cara. I mean, he's very athletic. It was a, it was a good match. You knew Almost was going to win. They're trying to put, put him over. Uh, and they did. They did. Oh, yeah, they definitely did. because More to come on SmackDown. Yeah. Next up was New Day versus Sanity in a tables match. We all got this right. We all got this right. Side bet, though, we who got that right? Nobody, because we all went Xavier Woods. Uh, and Kofi was the Kofi one Kofi ended went. up going through the table, yeah. Good match, uh, and it's making Sanity look really tough, which, okay, we're good with it. Next match. The Deletes <laughs> of Worlds. Against the B-Team! Ah. Uh. I was so happy. I, I picked against the B team. And I sent Paul a text, I don't know, three minutes into this match or after this match or whatever. I had three wrong right off the get-go. I'm like, well, I guess I'm buying beer. And then you just <laughs> took a big shit at the end of the pay-per-view. Uh, B team wins. As you can tell from our opening, What they partied all night. They were everywhere. I heard that they were riding through Pittsburgh, hanging out of a lim- limousine top window. On the duck tours, the limousine, yeah, they, they were going to Bettis' bar, everything. Congratulations, uh, but Bray wasn't a big part of the match. Bray has definitely got to be hurt. Uh, next week, they gave him the week off again. Next week, they get a title, another title shot. We'll go back into that raw. Finn Balor, Baron Corbin. Finn steals a victory. It's dead and done. It wasn't a great match. No, it's not dead and done, though. You're going to get more of Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. Yeah. Next up was Asuka against Mella with Ellsworth up in the Shark Tank, and that didn't 
do a damn thing for him. Well, I mean, I told you he was going to get out of it somehow, and boy, did he ever! It was it was all Oscar wanting to get at him. Yeah, and then when he did fall out, still hand, foot cuffed to the cage or something, his bandana got caught. Oh, the bandana? Yeah, that's what happens when you're gangster. You get bandanas. Oh, and then as Oscar was heading towards him again to beat the living heck out of him. Mella push her into the shark tank. One, two, three. Uh, where are they going with Asuka? Um, That's big losses now for her. She is done in the title hunt, I would guess. Becky Lynch up next. I'm hoping. Uh, next up was a... I just wanted... If you have the network, make sure you watch this show. I put this in here for a reason. Table for three. Those are great. They don't talk about wrestling now. They talk about everything in the past. They're all old wrestlers like when we were younger. That's a great show to watch on the network. Next up was Shinsuke Nakamura against Jeff Hardy. Pretty good segue because, you, as you said, Jeff Hardy was one of the guys that we watched growing up. Well, I watched growing up. You were already a grown-up. It is what it is. I'm old. Yeah, well, I didn't want to say it, but you did. Uh, Shinsuke, this match was horrible. It wasn't a match. It was a low blow before the match, and then the shakanini kitani or whatever <laughs> the hell he calls it. Um, knee to face. Knee to face. One, two, three, it might have been the fastest loss in U.S. title history. Welcome back, Randy Orton. He just comes down and stares, though. Well, he comes down and he goes after, well, he stares down Shinsuke and then he goes after Jeff Hardy. Why? I I don't get it, but it is what it is. Next up was KO against Braun and... Like we said, Braun's already over. He didn't need this match. He didn't need this win. He got he, over more though. But he did get to throw Kevin Owens off of the steel top of the steel cage onto a table. Pittsburgh, two big spots that will live on in wrestling history. You know, go back twenty three years ago. Undertaker throws mankind off of the Hell in a Cell and then through the Hell in a Cell, and now you get this. I think it, I'm thinking that you're paying homage here. I without a doubt, without a doubt. I watched, I know that we don't like spoilers, but I watched a house show or something. Undertaker was there, and he shook hands with Braun Strowman. Kind of passing the torch, I think. I so, hope he gets the torch. That would be nice. Speaking of torches, Team Hell No against the Bludgeon Brothers. Kane got beat up earlier, broke his ankle, and Daniel Bryan came out by himself, did what he could. It, all in all, it was a good match. I, I thought it was a good match. I know you didn't like it, but I, I thought that it was well. It was it was a good I th- like well played out. I guess I could say this is where I thought the Miz would intervene, but we found out later the Miz was, was playing softball. Celebrity All Star, and softball. he was the MVP. Well, good for him. Good for him. Uh, Kane's done for a while again. Broken ankle. He might be done forever. You never know. Yeah. Bludgeon Brothers still too powerful. Uh, who do they face? No clue. Sanity's coming. You got a couple more weeks before they get it. But right, yeah. but they're coming. Roman against Bob. I'm glad this was not the main event. There was talks about this being the main event, and I'm glad it was not the main event. If there was more... If there was more of a stipulation, like number one contendership match, which I thought it was, but it it turned out it wasn't. It turned out it wasn't. So it was just a match. This was a mid-card match late in the evening. By two people that need to be mid-card. Neither one of these guys have it yet that they should be top of the top of the list. 
And I don't how, care who you, whose yard it is. And <laughs> believe that. And this was at like nine o'clock, so we're two hours into the pay per view with like three matches left. Like they went through matches faster three, than we could pick up garbage. Three matches left, and you have a half hour yet for an Iron Man match. So, but it still ended early. It did end early. So, nonetheless, uh, whatever. Roman uh, Bob wins, and it means nothing. In the gist of things, it means nothing. So these next two matches are all you because at this point in time... You're changing your toilet. My commode broke. And I, I couldn't watch wrestling because I had to fix things. Bliss against Nia, it's exactly what we said. Mickey James came out with Bliss. Nat came out with Nia. All hell breaks loose. Ronda Rousey, sitting front row, gets mad because all hell breaks loose and just goes after everybody... But Nia. Anybody else, she's just... Everybody but Nat, I'm sorry. Just going after him. Jumps and just goes crazy. Beats the hell out of everybody. Match gets thrown out. Well, more or less match gets thrown out. Lexi's still the champ. Da-da-da-da-da. Uh, you know, whatever. We, hey, we predicted it. Blissful thinking. Yeah. Next matchup was AJ against Rusev. And I'm upset that this match was actually... Wait a second. AJ against Harusev Day! It wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't do that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. But I'm upset about this. This is a WWE championship. The lineage. This history. And it gets put before an Iron Man match. Which we'll talk about that when we get there. But I, I get that, but... The Intercontinental Championship is a it, very prestigious championship, too. too. So you, I, I, well, it's actually Raw's main title. Oh, it is. It's their only title. Because for some unknown reason, they have a universal champ that doesn't show up to work. Nonetheless, AJ picks up the victory. Um, and I was just more mad about the match. I, I really was. AJ hits him with the... His form of the Superman punch, the phenomenal forearm. Phenomenal forearm. Whatever. Phenomenal. Uh, Rusev uh, was suffering from the calf crusher earlier. Aiden English kind of gets involved, gets bumped, this, that, and the other. Takes the the turnbuckle cover off, and that ends up bad for Rusev because he eats it. Yeah. So, eh, I'm, I'm okay with whatever. And I told you AJ still until October 4th. Next up is Ziggler against Rollins. It's a good match. It was a great match. The crowd hated it from the 19th minute, though. Because of... Wrestling nowadays isn't... Wrestling fans nowadays aren't like me and you. No. They don't like the technical stuff. They want to see high-flying. They want to see tables. They want to see all this other stuff. But honestly, the technical stuff is... If you can watch that for a while... That will put your match, and they need they can they can only do so much high fly. That would have been fifteen minutes of it. Yeah. A good technical match. Give them fifteen minutes to do their nice technical spots, and then fifteen minutes of go crazy, guys, go crazy. At one point in time, the crowd was counting down numbers in the twenties. They were going five, four, three, two, and it was only there's still twenty seconds left. Yeah, it, it was. They the, were out of it. They the didn't. crowd ruined this match overall. Uh, you got Miggy wound up again. So. I wish he was, he's so cute, though. Uh, so it ends in a 4-4 tie, and Angle comes out like somebody just slapped the 
the American bald eagle and said, nope, it's not ending this way. Go again. Well, McIntyre comes out after being thrown out. Two seconds in. Pow, 5-4. Zig wins. Zig wins. And I'm okay with Zig winning. I I pick Zig to win. You know why? Because I want to see Rollins in in more of a title hunt picture. And exactly right. And that's going to lead us right into Raw after this break. And Rollins is in the title hunt picture. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing. But not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. So, Mark, the one thing that we didn't touch on about Extreme Rules was that Angle told everybody that if Brock Lesnar did not show up for work on Monday, he would have been stripped for his universal title. Which, I wish he wouldn't have shown up. He didn't show up. No, but... His advocate. Angle Angle comes out, and he calls out Brock, and nothing happens, and he's like, well, I have no choice but to strip Brock Lesnar of his... And then Paul Heyman comes out. And he says he'll accept the match at SummerSlam. Just get him a number one contender. So that leads into everybody backstage who thinks they deserve a shot coming out. Elias. Roman, Elias. Drew. Rollins. Drew McIntyre. Finn Balor. Yeah. Okay, good. Right. So we have something going on at least. So we get three triple threat, or two triple threat matches in the same night. I'd rather seen an old school tournament. I would have too. You have six, you have five weeks, right? I mean, don't give Lesnar any time to prepare for this. He's not going to show up to do promos anyway in the next couple weeks. What's it matter? Right. It was in Buffalo. He wasn't going to go to Buffalo. Nothing against Buffalo, but it's just not where Lesnar's going to be. Right. So that starts off first match: Finn, Drew, and Roman. And it's a great match until Roman wins. Right, and at one point in time, Finn Finn Balor was all over the place. He looked like Hulk Hogan reincarnated. Nice segue into bringing him back, but we're not going to talk about that yet. We're going to wait for that. Okay. Up next, Ziggler and Rude. Uh, Ziggler just boasts about for himself. I I almost am putting Rude as low mid-card anymore. Uh, I think he's glorious. I think he's great. I just don't think he's going to get over. It doesn't... It, I, Not here. Why was he over in SmackDown but not here? Right. I, too many people on Raw. I'm telling you. Well, Mojo doesn't like him either, as we've seen in a little backstage, blah, blah, blah. I know how much you like Mojo. But Mojo's on his way out next against Tyler Breeze. Match had nothing to <laughs> no do with No meaning anything. but for rooting him to cross paths. Right. Mojo wins. This, Tyler Breeze is... After SummerSlam, there's going to be cuts. Without Breeze, without Van Fandango, Tyler Breeze is probably on his way. Garbage. Ah, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, garbage. Ah, garbage. Speaking of garbage, Sasha and Bailey this babbling match, back and forth. This match did nothing for me either. They have to be together and win them. Not really win, but they have to be on the same page. Or one of them gets traded to SmackDown. What's wrong with that? Yeah, no, I would like to see one of them get traded to SmackDown. Without a doubt. If you're not going to let them wrestle each other, I don't want to see it. So they, more or less, this 
is thrown out. And again, all hell breaks loose. Sasha walks away from... No, she helps Bailey, but then walks away. Yeah, after she helps Bailey. And backstage, uh, when he came back from the commercial, Sasha says, you know, I can't let my feelings out. I love you, I love you, I love you. And then that's all said and done. Continuing uh, Days of Our World. Yeah, great. Whatever the hell it's called. Uh, they talk about KO suffering injuries and he'll be looked at this week. Uh, I told you KO wasn't going to be on. I was I, sad about that. I was. B team comes out still dancing because they won. And then they had a title defense against the Ascension, which. Where have they been? Oh, okay. Give the Ascension a title shot out Why? of nowhere. Right? Which, I, when they were first coming up, they were the powers of pain, LOD. Something happened that they are. I think a lot of the fans were don't like that they were the LOD, so they were they got shunned down. Uh, after the match, the leaders of the world call for their stipulation rematch, and it happens next week. Bliss against James, Bliss and James come out, and Ronda just makes her way out of the crowd, being suspended until Wednesday. She took matters in her own hands, started beating people up. Angle comes out and says, "Hey." If you calm down, I'll give you a SummerSlam match. She has to be... She's pretty much suspended until SummerSlam, though. It's going to happen. Right. It's going to happen. Corbin comes out and says, I'm going to call Steph this, that, and the other. So she gets one more week of suspension. It's one more week of training. Right. So, whatever. We'll see what happens there. Authors of Pain against Titus Worldwide. We'll just skip that because that's how fast it was that the Pain wins. It was easy match. Ember Moon coming out again against Logan, and uh, this time it didn't work out for Ember. No, Sarah Logan actually picks up the victory, and... If I would have heard um, Corey Graves say Viking power or Viking anything one more time, I'd have gouged my ears out. See, this is where I actually had it muted because... Oh, you're watching the... All-Star game. Congratulations to Bryce Harper for winning the home run derby. He beat Kyle Schwarber in the finals. What a hell of a final, by the way. Great. Uh, Go back and watch that. It's on MLB Network for the next six months. Very last match, Elias, Rollins, Lashley. Redding was on the wall. Who was going to win this because of who won the first one? So we have a rematch next week. Number one contender faces Lesnar at SummerSlam. We all know what's going to happen. And we have a month just to continue talking how much we hate Roman. Right. Which is, I mean, we're going to talk about it a lot more. Because Lashley got the first win. You know who's getting the second win. There's going to be a third match before SummerSlam, I think. Or, let me tweak it, it's going to end up being the triple threat match that we haven't seen for the Universal Championship in like three months. (sighs) Over to SmackDown now, Hardy starts... Jeff Hardy starts by talking, saying he wants his U.S. title back. Uh, references the Woken Alliance, though. Again, uh, you didn't watch SmackDown at all, so it's going to be pretty much a lot me. Shinsuke says, good, let's do the match tonight. And he does. Next up is AJ against Almas, which we just talked about on Extreme Rules. This was a great match. You were mad about this match a little bit because you said that this gives the world title no recognition having AJ battle in the first match. I, and you're right. And I, I, I give you I give you props for that. You were 100% correct. AJ should be either the last match or the second to the last match. Right. And I, they don't 
love AJ right now. I don't understand why they're not pushing him or letting him have the respect that he deserves with that title. Right. Uh, English uh, meets Ru- uh, Lana in the back and is just questioning if he's still tight with... Is he still part of Rufus? Rufus? Who the hell is Rufus? Rusev Day! And Lana lost her Russian accent, which was sent to me by one of our listeners and the English professor, of course, <laughs> John Pat Lano, because this was when I was watching the All-Star game. He's like, Lana is speaking English tonight. What happened? Well, she's been here for a while. I mean, she's going to pick up on it. Overnight. Boom. Like that. Like that. Nonetheless, we don't know what happened. Never went back to that. Uh, next match is Becky Lynch against Mandy Rhodes. Oh, Mandy. Sonya's on the outside. Quick match. Uh, Mandy taps out. It's just another way. This is where I said Becky's getting built up to face Carmella. Good. Boost Becky. Let's see Let's see that strap go on Becky for a little bit. I wouldn't mind it. Becky has to fight Carmella next week. She wins. She gets the match at SummerSlam. You know, you should smile more. Me? Yeah. Why? Well, I didn't say Samoa Joe. I said you should smile more. Oh, Ty Dillinger. <laughs> uh, he, Ty Dillinger gets crushed. By, by Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe. Smoked. Smoked. Funeral? There was a funeral for Team Hell No. It was kind of cheesy, but I liked anything with the Miz right now is still hot. I yeah, well, we're both we're both Miz fans. I mean, he's the best heel they have. WWE has. They need to use him more. Whatever injury he has, I hope he gets over it because uh, for some reason he just isn't wrestling. No, and it's setting up for a match between him and Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam. It's going to happen, and that will steal the show at SummerSlam. Oh, I don't 100%. know. There won't be anything on the line for it, but it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Next up, another throwaway match. I'm kind of done with Sanity against New Day. You're going to see a little bit more of it because they want to make sure Sanity's over until Sanity faces the Bludger Brothers. I mean, that's where we're going with this. It, yeah. Uh, Kofi against Eric Young. Kofi just loses. It's it. I don't have much to say about that. I, I have notes, but, you know. What I want to hear you talk about is Hardy versus Shinsuke. This just, is the last match for I the U.S. title. Just don't get Shinsuke yet. I don't. I really. The match was good. Why couldn't this match happen Sunday? And then if you want to build something up, the low blow and the crap happen. You know, because they were pushed for time on Sunday. They but they 11 pushed, freaking matches. But they weren't pushed for time because it ended early. Well, they got bit in the ass then. <laughs> Nonetheless, it was a good match, but I, I just don't understand what's going on. Randy Orton comes out again and just crushes Jeff Hardy. Did he did he do anything to Shinsuke? Did he nope. stare at Shinsuke? Nothing. He kind of like winked at him. Or, I don't know if he really winked, but he. I don't know if they're going to align, if he's going to be a bodyguard, because I'm thinking Drew's leaving the whole bodyguard thing and going on his own now, so the whole Michael's Diesel thing that we thought was going on, you know, and da-da-da-da, isn't happening. I don't, I don't know if that's 100% correct. I think that McIntyre and... Um, Ziggler? Ziggler, thank you. Woof. Where'd my brain go? This beer is good. Right? It's only 4.8, so I, I don't... I think that they're going to stay together, but it's going to be... McIntyre's going to be on his own, too. Like, he wants to do both. Diesel was on his own, so... It, it's it's the rehash. The grossest thing... Uh, 
Randy Orton put his finger in, you know, Jeff Hardy has those huge gouged out ears. He put his finger through that and was pulling on it. That was gross. It was just gross. <laughs> that, was, that is gross. It was like staring in a dumpster. Ugh. Garbage tip right around the corner. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You know, Mark, it's my favorite seg- segment is the garbage tip of the day. Week! Week! Garbage tip of the week! I'm sorry, I'm a little broken. You know what else is broken that I don't like? Garbage cans. Garbage cans. Very dangerous for your garbage man if you have a broken garbage can. And I know that we get a lot of... Uh, you break them. You break you them. Break. We do. Occasionally, it happens. Sometimes, we we throw the cans, we don't set them down nicely... I mean that it all it all comes together, but heavy cans will break your garbage cans. Just because it's a fifty gallon can doesn't mean you need to put a hundred gallons of stuff in them. Right. Cold air will break your garbage cans. It makes plastic is very brittle. Brittle. The best garbage cans out there, are, the Rubbermaid. What are they? Thirty three gallons or yes. so. They they have a nice flex to them. The lids are easier to get off. Those big square ones. Or the ones that we are talking about, they break a lot. They're hard plastic. Can't a garbage gets stuck in them when you we dump it. Right. The illegal ones that are seventy five million gallons. I mean, other places are not illegal, but he, here they are. Right. Uh, those are heavy, and I, I don't pick them up anymore. I don't. I, I can't. I've been so, hurt. I don't want to get hurt ever again. I can't pick them up. So whatever I can reach to the bottom. But garbage cans, just think about your garbage can when you're going to select new garbage cans. Everybody has them for the most part, you know, so. And, and I mean, your garbage men, thank you. We thank you. Just yeah. watch out. If we watch, if you watch out for us, we watch out for you. That's kind of how it works. And we kind of let you know if we see you, hey, you know, your can's getting a little shabby. Uh, next week, you know, it might get tossed, you know, if we see you. So, uh... I mean, this was a pretty good episode. This was quick again. I'm telling you, these episodes, it says 34 minutes on the timer. Uh, it's like 15 minutes. Yeah, it seems like it's been like 15 minutes. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, which Paul's doing a great job on. You if- can find us on Twitter. I mean, if you add us on Instagram, I'm not going to bombard your timeline with a bunch of photos. You're going to get what we're drinking most of the time. And pictures of me eating pizza or Mark eating bread. Yeah, Facebook is where we're going to go for the stories that I like throwing out there. John's going to throw some stories out there soon. He's going to be the historian, kind of, and tell about old matches. Uh, Where can you listen to us, though, Paul? Uh, You can listen to us definitely on Spotify. Yeah. iTunes. TuneIn Radio. uh, Overcast. Stitcher. And an hour before the podcast... We got picked up by CastBox. Which is a big thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm pumped for all of these people that are pump, picking us up and listening to us. And I'm pumped for you guys listening to us. 
We need your feedback, though. We want to know what you want to hear. We want to know what you want us to say, what you want us to do. I mean, if you want to mark wearing a rubber nose and me punch him in the face, let us know. That'll be great. It's on, Email us at cancrusher69 at gmail.com. Tell yeah. a friend about us. Yeah, the more that you guys talk about it word of mouth, I think word of mouth is the best thing. If you know a wrestling fan in your life to say, hey, I, got, I know two guys. Listen to the show. You know, we're not looking for reviews or anything. I, we just want... No, disagree with us or agree with us. Give us some conversation. Let us know what we what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. It's been picking up on Facebook, so I like that. You know, we're getting Mike Swanson, Pat Lupino resides, even though he's part of the show half the time, uh, just bombards us. So just remember, Paul. Just remember, <laughs> we are friends here. Remember, even though you are trash, it doesn't mean you can't do great things. It's a garbage can. Not a garbage cannot. Have a good week, folks.